Okay, so uh, yesterday we started a little bit of a hagdama, an introduction into the halachos of Hanukkah. Uh, we started with an introduction of understanding what Hanukkah is all about, where it came from, and what it means to us. Today we want to move a little bit more la halacha, to understand practically speaking exactly what we need to do in order to prepare ourselves. Baruch Hashem, we're a few days still before Hanukkah, so we have time to prepare ourselves. We spoke about the Hachonah, we've been speaking about Hachonah in general when it comes to Hilchah Shabbos. The Hachonah for Shabbos Kodesh. So now we're talking about the Hachonah for Hanukkah. So, question number one, Rabbi said for today. Is there a din suuda by Hanukkah? Meaning, is there a din to have a suuda by Hanukkah? So yesterday we said clearly that the nafkamin the difference between Purim and Hanukkah was by Purim. It was on our guf, and therefore we represent that by celebrating the guf, and therefore eating and drinking. Hashayikin on Hanukkah, the gzeira was on the nefesh. Therefore we don't necessarily celebrate Hanukkah by eating and drinking. That being said, the Rambam clearly says in Hilchas Hanukkah, that it's days of Simcha. In fact, some of the Rishonim, including the Tshuva Zarashba, the Droshas Laran, the Machs Ravitri, and other Rishonim say that it's a din of a Yontav. It's a Yontav. So a Yontav, Yontav needs a Suda. So therefore it needs, according to Rav Yoh, there is a din Suda. You have to eat a Suda with pas, with bread. Some explain the Rambam means Simcha comes la fuke fasting in Hesped, meaning it doesn't mean Simcha like a Yontav, but it means don't fast. Don't, don't say Hespedim. But it doesn't mean an actual Simcha itself. That's how the Peskorov explains the Rambam al Koponim. Lemaisa, the Ramah tells us that there's no Chir Be'etzem to have the Suda, but, and this is what the Minig of most places, and that's what we do here in the Yeshiva Akdoisha, is that we have a Suda, and like the Ramah says, if you sing Shiraz Vesashvachos to the Rabbi Nishon, you say Divrei Torah, you talk about the Nase of Hanukkah, you sing Al Anisim, it became a Suda Mitzvah. So that's what we do here in the yeshiva, and that's what most people do as well. And that is generally when it comes to suda. Now, is there a chiv to eat meat? Even though the Shulchan Aruch, we know, Tov Kuf Chav Tes, tells us clearly in the base that by Yontub, the Vada is Chayv Adam Niyos Sameh Vatoyle B'Moyed Hu Veishto Bana V'Cholat Ayinu B'Cholat V'Cholat. There's a din to have basa. When it comes to Chanukah, there's no real din to have basa, right? Even though it's brought down the Ma'aseh the Halachi. Look at the last behavior in Hilchas in in Chelik Hay. You'll find this that there's a sound that is a chiv to eat meat but that's not what it means it means that if a person dafka doesn't eat meat Hanukkah shouldn't be one of those days I'll give you an example in the Meir Shiva they do not serve meat on a Monday and Thursday that's what they do in the Meir Shiva they do not serve meat on a Monday and Thursday however when it comes to Hanukkah they do because the dafka not serving on Hanukkah that's the problem but there's no chiv to eat meat in that case and the same thing will be with wine what about cheese dairy products Having cheese, having milk, having uh, all these sorts of things. What then does that have? So the Ramah tells us in Tafri Shahin that the minigas eat cheese on Hanukkah. Isn't that unbelievable? Cheesecake Avada, the real time is Hanukkah, not Shavuos. People have a big mistake. I don't know where it comes from. They think that cheesecake and Shavuos go together. There's better than no Shaykhas. We know by Shavuos there are certain reasons why we eat dairy products. Some of them are only a Hechetimza to get to Shtelechem, which reminds of the two carbonas they offered on Shavuos. But not Be'etzem, because there's something going on with cheese and Shavuos. Unless one might one perish because of Harsina, they couldn't eat meat. There's lots of reasons we're not going into in this point. Aaron, how him when it comes to Shavuos, that's one thing. When it comes to Hanukkah, the meaning the Ramah says is to eat dairy simply because the nace was done with milk. Now that's very interesting. If the nace was done with milk, so why are we eating cheese? So, there is a makor for a person. It's interesting. There's a makor for wine. 
Because we know that she fed the general, you know this, cheese, in order to get him drunk, and she fed the wine after in order to cut, cut, off his, cut off his head. And number two, if there was actually wine, so what's it going to do with cheese and milk and all these sorts of things? So the Maya said there's a Medrash in Medrash Yehudis, where the Medrash brings down that she gave him after the, she gave him wine after the cheese in order to get him drunk. So it's interesting, the Kitzvah Shulchanar, the Chai Odom, Ben Ishchai all bring down that on Hanukkah there's a din, there's an Indian to eat Tavshiri Cholov, right? A type of cheese product because the nase was done through milk. The Vush brings down cheese and milk. There are different Hagim over here. The Prechadosh says, before she fed him cheese when he was thirsty, he was thirsty, then she fed milk, and then he fell asleep. So according to Prechadosh, I guess, they were both in Yonim over there. But that's, uh, that's Inyan number one. Okay, Inyan number two. Let's get to the lighting of the candles. As we said yesterday, you heard it so beautifully, you understood this, that the Inyan of lighting of the candles is to represent the kiss and the love and the hug that the Rabbani Shalom gave us. That represents the Hanukkah. And we go Lamalam in Ateva, by the way, which is also interesting. You ever found such a thing? This is one of the questions of Hanukkah, right? I, I don't know if you ever found such a thing. What's the halacha? We'll talk about it now. The halacha of lighting menorah. How much do you have to really light? One candle. One candle each night. Imagine going into a guy's house on the eighth day of Hanukkah and there's one candle. And you say to him, excuse me, sir, uh, you okay? But, you know, it's, one, it's, it's eight night tonight. Come on, we have eight day not, donuts, keneged, the eight the candles of Hanukkah. You've got one candle. What are you doing? He said, well, that's the halacha. Oh, you're machme. And you do eight a day, you know, per day you add one. Unbelievable. Look it up. Where do we find the case where the halacha is one thing, to go extra shep mahadrin is another thing, Mahadrin bin Mahadrin is something else that the entire Kalalius Sural do. Even the people that don't even keep much. You know, eight days of Hanukkah, eight candles, everyone knows that. It's unbelievable. Where do we find such a thing? Everyone takes the biggest chumrah. There's nowhere else. I challenge you to find another place that everyone in Kalalius Sural takes the biggest chumrah. It's un- unbelievable. Nobody does make a day. Nobody. Nobody. And when I say nobody, I mean wherever you go in the world, you will never find someone on the fifth night of Hanukkah with one candle. No such thing. And the answer, again, and there are many answers to this, but I want you just to think about these things. The questions perhaps are more important than the answers. But the idea is, again, because the Rebbeinu Shonada went the extra mile. The Rebbeinu Shonada helped us more than he had to help us. And we, we, we have a zecher for that. That's what Hanukkah is. It's a representation of that extra love. And therefore we do extra things. And we light extra candles. And that's the reason. So the Gemara in Shabbos famously, everyone knows the Gemara. The Gemara says, Wow. Rabbi said, people are running around the world to get schoolers and to daven by tzaddikim's kvarim and get even brochas from tzaddikim. To get bonim tamide chacham. Everybody wants good children. Here Chazal tell us, in order to have good children, haragil bener. What is haragil bener? Rashi says, by the way, it means Shabbos candles as well as Hanukkah candles. Haragil, uh, always have it. You know, all the time. My person always does it. Very, very interesting. First of all, what does that mean? So the Torah says, and we'll speak about this also soon, it means a nice candelabra. It means to have a nice menorah. Not the candles and the, the wicks and the, and the oil. And the, no, it means to actually have a nice candelabra. That's what the Torah learns, Pshat. The Me'iri says to do it with a gishmak, to light me. How many people do that? That, by the way, answers the question which you're about to ask right now. 
You know, there are many people that light Shabbos candles every single week and light Hanukkah Menorah every single year and they don't have Bonin Tamidah Chachamim. Because the Fida Cheshman of Chazal every single year basically should be a Bonin Tamidah Chachamim. Because our parents all light Shabbos candles on a weekly basis and our parents, Baruch Hashem, light Hanukkah Menorah every single year. So why are we not Bonin Tamidah Chachamim? So you have one shot, like we said, of the Torah and the Miri, they're not doing what the Gishma, perhaps they don't have such a nice Menorah. But I want to give you another pshat. This is so interesting, Rabbi Yisrael. Before we get to actual Allah and we just have to discuss these interesting things. There's a Rabbeinu Yitzchak. Sefer Sodat Locker. Rabbeinu Yitzchak brings down that most people are Yotzer just Me'ika Hadin. Very few people do it Mahadrin Mina Mahadrin. And therefore only the Medaktakim B'mitzvah are the people that get this skula. Unbelievable. It means how careful we have to be in the midst of Adlokas Nechanaka to make sure that we light it properly with all the Hidurim and all the Halachas to make sure that we're going to get the Skul of Bonin Tamidah Chachamim. I want to tell you another Pshat, a wild Pshat, but you have to know this. There's a Shari Tshuva, that brings from the Chesed Lavram. Chesed Lavram is the grandfather of the Chidah. You see, if you go to the Rav, you're going to tell this, this tickle tire, he'll appreciate it very much. Right, so the Shari Tshuva brings a chesed la rom that from, from, that's the grandfather of the Chidah that says it's osa to light Hanukkah Menorah in an eggshell. He doesn't say why. Nowhere does it say anything about what Menorah you need, what type of keli you need. But he says you can't light an eggshell. You heard a mark pshat. Why not? So let me tell you a pshat. Okay, you, so you probably noticed this in the Shari Tshuva when you were going through the halachas of Hanukkah. So I'm just going to give you a pshat. There's a Sefer Zichorin from Ravhutna that prints the Ksavyad, the original manuscript of the Chesed Lavrom, that explains, because an eggshell is not a keli, it's not a utensil. Ah, he says, nowhere does it say in Hilchaz Hanukkah that you need to have a keli, a utensil. But he found an ancient manuscript, a manuscript from the Ravid, who writes over there that the Hanukkah has to have a din kli, and even though there's no makar, he heard it from Eliyahu Hanavi. Bang! Okay, that, that's how it works. Okay? Again, this goes from, this goes from the Sefer Zikrum from Rehutna, who brings the Ksavyad from the Chesed Lavrom, which is again the grandfather of the Chidah, that says he saw the manuscript of the Ravid who heard it from Eliyahu Hanavi. It's almost like we heard it. Unbelievable. Has to have a din kli. That's the pshat, he says, where we don't have Tamidei Chachamim, even though so many parents are lighting Shabbos candles on Hanukkah Menorah. Says with Moshe Shtermach and Tshuvis Van Hog is unbelievable. Unbelievable. You know what he says? We have the same problem nowadays. Okay, we don't like eggshells. Baruch Hashem. Maybe beer bottles. But what's the problem nowadays? The problem nowadays is people are using it. Go look in the shock. Go look in the market. What are they using? You guys are going to go this week, I hope. To go and buy your stuff, the manure. You're going to choose this, you're going to choose that. One of the most common things you will find are the little plastic glass cups. Little glass cups. We all know, in Hilchas Atelisadayim, for example, a Kalia utensil that cannot stand on its own doesn't have a din utensil. Mimela. All of these glass kalim, if you put them on, on the table, They'll wobble, they'll, they'll fall. It, it, you know, it has a little round, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the glass thing has a little round spitz at the bottom of there. They stick it. They're not a dinkeli. Mimele, that's the reason we had done a bon and tamid chachamim. Woo, wow. It's unbelievable. I remember a guy came to me once on a Friday night. Unbelievable. Very uh, unbelievable shiny this was. He came to me with a becha to ask me if he's allowed to use this becha for kiddish. 
What was the shayla? It was the most beautiful becha I ever saw in my life. It was a cone, pure silver, a cone. I'm sure, you know, you see the thing? Beautiful cone. Comes like, mama, shh. How do you, you can't put it down, obviously, right? You've got to put it into a, some kind of a contraption or whatever, a hold or whatever. He came to me, asked me, Friday night, am I allowed to use this for Kiddush? Kiddush has to have a den clean, right? Is this a clean? Says on my stomach, and Chubas van Hoggers, we're all lighting without a clean. Mamela, this Ravid, this Elio Anovi, whatever you want to attribute it to, is a problem. And therefore, that's why we don't have Bonham Tamid That's scary. So, my son, many points came. Argue with that. We're not going into now. Rabbi Pavaski, Rashi Vaponovich has a whole shtickle in this, and he says not true. We've been so right from Gemara Menachos because any time it can sit and it's made to sit into something else, it does have a din kli. Which means if these glass cups are not, not made to go on their own, they're made to go in a menorah or they're made to go in somewhere. That's fine. Like this case of the becha, it was made to go in the holder. Therefore, it's got din kli. That's what they want. A taina. We're not going now into all the different details right now, but I'll call him. That is how it works. So therefore, according to that, definitely will be Yitzah, as long as it goes into something else over there. Okay, let's move on, Rabbi Yitzhah. Just to give you another one, Rabbi Nassim Adler, the Rebbe of the Heilige Chassam Sofa, writes, what's the Lashon HaRogel Bener? If you're Rogel Bener, you get born into... What do you mean? You have to light. It's a, it's a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah. HaRogel Bener. What does I mean? <coughs> says Rabbi Nassim Adler, because I've rather, like we said before, the Ikka mitzvah is only to light one candle. If the mitzvah is only to light one candle and everybody goes along and lights more than that, that shows the chavivah mitzvah. And that is what a person gets bottom tamid chachomim. Don't get bottom tamid chachomim just doing the regular, what you have to do. You go an extra mile, you show your children the love of Torah, you show your children the love. Like my Shashiva of Shaim Zetzal always used to say, Torah is not Yerusha. Torah is not Yerusha. Just because you know Torah does not mean your kids will know Torah. Oh, but Avasa Torah is Yerusha. If your son sees you steiging, he sees you wanting to learn, running out to a she, sitting down on a Friday night, opening up a homage. He sees that. That's Avas HaTorah. That's Be'erusha. Torah, not Be'erusha. But the Avas HaTorah is. And therefore, that's what it's all about. The Bonin Tamidicham comes from showing our children and showing ourselves how much we love the mitzvah. Okay, boys, let's get a little bit more halachic. So the Rambam tells us, Mitzvah Ad Ma'oi. By the way, very unusual Lashon in the Rambam. How the Rambam writes this mitzvah is in tremendously chavit to the Rabbani Shalom. Shukhanar Paskin Sorgle Zoy Ma'oid, but Lokas Nechanaka. The Loshoyness of the Rishonim and the Paiskim over here are very, very stark with how choshev the mitzvah is. Right? In fact, we know that the halacha is that a person is so poor that he hasn't got money, he should sell his clothing to go and get Hanukkah lights. Why? You don't have to do that with tefillin. You don't have to do that with sitzes, with anything else, except for valid choices. And the reason simply is, as Rabbi Shishnamu presents to us, is because of presuming yisa. The, uh, the Indian, as we'll explain in Be'ez HaShem, when we get to where to light, is to mefarasim the nace. It costs money. You have to be most in Nefesh to do that. Let's go on to our very quickly. We've got a lot to cover. Let's get to a lot of things. The Gemara Shabbos Chavala from Reis tells us that the Mitzvah Ne'er Hanukkah is Ne'er Ishu Beisoy. Ne'er Ishu Beisoy means basically one Ne'er per household. Right? As the Gemara tells us clearly, if you want to be Mahadr, then each person lights one candle. Mahadr, if you're one of those Machme guys who follow every Chomer in the book, like getting completely drunk on Hanukkah to be on Purim, to be Yetzel, all the Shittas of the Rishonim. Right? You know, you're one of those machme guys. Then what you should do is light a candle, extra candle for each night. You start from the top and go down from 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. By the way, there's a big sight of starting from 8. We don't pass in that way. There's a big sight. It's like a desolate. He says, you know, what is the best day of a vacation? 
You know what the best day of vacation is? The day before you go. Wow, it's going to be unbelievable. We're going to get there. We're going to do this. We're going to... Until you get there and it all goes downhill from there because you realize that you don't all get to your plans. Sort of destinates. That's how, that's how some of the, you know, Bishama, Bishelo looked at it in different ways. Do we look at this? Wow, eight days of Hanukkah. Light eight candles. Or do you like this? No, today's only the first day. We're building up. Okay, different ways of doing it. Why we pass? And anyway, as we know, that we pass an eight Bishelo and therefore we go, we start with one and go up. There's a Machlechus Rishonim. Remember, so we're going to go quickly a little bit because I want to get to some of the halachas that are very, very important that you have to know. Machlechus Rishonim exactly what it means, Mahadrim and Mahadrim. Tosfer says, for example, one person in the house adds a, a, a candle each night. The other ones don't need to do that, right? That's the Minig generally of the Svadim. The Rambam, which is our Minig, holds that every person in the house, this again is the Machlechus Rishonim, what means Mahadrim and Mahadrim. Ashkenaz and Paschal make the Rambam, and therefore each person in the house as another candle each night. Who's chayat tonight? Not only men, also women. Subject, you know, contrary to popular belief, women have a chayat to light. Now, generally they don't, and the reason is, which means a, you know, it's not sneers. In the olden days, at least, and even in nowadays, in many places, and we'll discuss it when we get to the lochers, people like outside. It wasn't sneers for women to go outside, start dancing and singing and all these things. What's that? I can't hear a good question that we're not going into now, but the Maitre the Gemara says that since they were chalik of the nace, because they were, women were a big chalik of the nace, therefore they get the mitzvah also. So pastors, I mean, there's a double portion, a woman that's by herself, about that she has to light. Could be she could be with someone else who lights for her, whatever. We're not going into all the different shilas that could come up, but the halacha is that women does have to light. The minig is generally they don't, because obviously the men in the house does, but a woman does have to light because she was part of the nace. I do want to tell you as well, very important, there's a chidah over here, which you have to know. The chidah writes that the minig is that women prepare the menorah that the husbands light. And if they do that, it's a schooler for Bonim Tambidei Chachamim. In fact, Rabbi Chaim Kanyeski Shlita brings down that his wife is Rebetzin. She would, um, she would actually uh, light it and then put it out before the locker to know to help. That's what, that was actually the avodah in the base which we're not going into now, was, the, was to light it and then to, to put it out in that way. In fact, I used to I used to sit, um, when I was in Yeshiva, I used to sit next to a very Choshevi called Rabbi Yosef Stern. Rabbi Yosef Stern was the brother of Moshe Aaron Stern. Famous. He was a uh, nephew of all for the boss. Just to give you some geography. So um, he told me, it was a big couple, he told me that his wife would stare at the neighbors for half an hour straight. He's a hosh of the neighbors. Look at the light. In fact, we'll talk about it. But looking at the light of the menorah actually helps for things that you should not have been looking at during the year, it actually helps when you look at the flame of the menorah. Because it's Kodesh, it's a Kedusha in that flame. Look at it intently, because it's got a lot of meaning in there. There's a minic that women do not do melacha while the neiris are lit, right? Mishaburas is only for half an hour. And the reason is because women, they've also benefited from the defeat of the army. And therefore, at the end of the day, they should also get some honor. I remember being many, many years by the Marishishiva of Shambhag Zatzal's house. When he lit the menorah, he lit exactly by Shkir with his tefillin still on, then he took them off. But when he lit the menorah, he lit, then he went to the kitchen. And we all followed him. And he went to his wife and says, can I get you something? And she laughed, and he laughed, and they went to sit right down. I guess because, like, yeah, yeah, sure. Can I have a coffee, please? You know, maybe you want to get some, some Dunkin' Donuts with the Geschmack coffee with the icing on top. But, okay, it was a nice thing to say. He wanted to give us something. Maybe you want to, you know, you don't have to do anything now. Can I get you anything? So there's a shy exactly what means malacha. Um, Diane Fisher, for example, writes that even cooking, 
And Rabbi Yashu is that's our pasuk in this way. Cooking should not be done. Rabbi Moshe Lameisu is mekel. The Debatini Rabbi Ben Moshe is also mekel. Most posts can hold that generally women can do cooking. It's very in the community. They want to fry some latkes at that time. They want to put the donuts in, whatever. So then Lameisu, most posts can make that they can do cooking. Washing machine, a lot of posts can are mekel and things like that. Washing the floor generally is something that they shouldn't do. Let us read Rabbi Yashu end with one last thing. Spending a lot of money on Hanukkah. So the Archa Shulchan writes in Tofresh Ainalov. He says that Dalakos is in their Hanukkah. There is no share for spending of the mitzvah. It's presuming Nisa, and it's not like other mitzvahs that you're only meant to spend up to a third. When it comes to Nechanukah, and when it comes to Dalakosis, spend whatever you can. It's all on the Rabbani Shalom's Cheshman. The Shittim Ukubetzas, famously in Beitzah Tezayin on the says, and he brings over Tva, that not only by Hetzah, Shabbos, and Yontav is not part of the Cheshman that the Rabbani Shalom made from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah, but who Adin says the Shittim Ukubetzas, B'Shem Nevitva, any mitzvah is included. I the Gemara pig Yontav, yeah, was Moshiach. Means according to that, whatever you spend on your Hanukkah menorah, your oil, your wicks, your case, the glass case, whatever, not included. It's on the Rabbani Shalom's Cheshman. It's not what was allotted to you from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah. Right? So, a gewaldige, gewaldige, you say it. The Mishaburah, for example, Tophishan Gimon brings down that it's time for a person to matria himself, to have a beautiful menorah according to his means. Obviously, if you can walk according to what a person can afford. The Behater, for example, see Cotton Gimon over there, says that it should be silver. That's the best. About it should be silver. Right? Moshe Shtarmah said, this is Mamash Hidda Mitzvah. You can't use Maisa money, by the way. They asked the Shadi of Rabbi Kesky, you have to use Maisa money for the Menorah. He said, I'd rather not. You use your Ica money. But the Yisod over here is, and the Rosh says this clearly, and it is nice to have a nice Menorah. And when we go looking for our Menorahs, don't try and find the cheapest 12 shekel little plastic little piece. It's a Chosh of a Mitzvah. It's an important Mitzvah. It's, it, again, Lashon Rambam Chaviva Ad Ma'oid, Shokhanog, Zorba Ma'oid. It's Mamash Chosh of a Mitzvah, and it gives us a scholar of Bonin Tamidah Chachamim. Tomorrow we will discuss the wicks that you have to buy, the oil that you have to buy, and various of the other halachas that you have to know. Join us tomorrow morning. Have a wonderful day.